Hi there, Russell Davis here. I'm taking a few weeks break from the podcast during August. So this week is an archive episode. I hope you enjoy it. I'll be back stronger in September. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, please do rate it or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. As it helps spread the love and more people can find the podcast. My mission is to provide this support to as many people as possible because it's free and accessible. Loving you. Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. This week, we explore the nature of a thought. We spend so much time in our thinking, manage our thinking, trying to get better thinking. But what is a thought? In my experience, when we go further upstream to look at the nature of a thought rather than the content of our thinking, that's when we begin to find the answers. That's when we begin to find what we're looking for. So let's dive in and find that. Let's talk about thought. I'm a bit kind of philosophical in this podcast episode. Because often we're trying to manage the engineering of thought, the effects of thought, the consequences of thought, the behaviours around thought. But I just want to look a bit further upstream to look at the, the physics of thought psychology of thought as a concept as a construct because often we get so caught into particular thoughts and we judge some thoughts as useful some unhelpful and we're trying to manage our state of mind trying to weed out the uh, what we judge as unhelpful thoughts trying to find the helpful thoughts but i want to look at thought as a concept as a construct so bear with me don't listen to try and find out something new. Don't listen to get something from this. Listen for feeling within. Listen as if it's a meditation. I'm not trying to change your thinking. You've got so much thinking as it is. I don't want you to get new thoughts from this. I want to connect something to deeper within you, your soul, your heart, your wisdom. It's the space below our thinking. When we hear something from there, that's when we get insights. That's when we get clarity, we get a change of heart. For me, that brings personal development change that's permanent, that's more effortless, because we're returning to the truth of who we are. And it's thought, and I'm using that word I mean, do maybe describe that kind of word. What I mean, do I mean by that word? Because everything is thought. Even wisdom and instinct is thought. But some are outside in thinking, some are inside out thinking. I would say outside in thinking is fueled by fear and insecurity and always learnt behaviours that we weren't born with. Inside out thinking, sometimes I differentiate that by calling it wisdom, instinct, intuition. That's grounded in 
and connected to our soul that knows we're okay. I think they're different energies to them. My outside in thinking, which I generally call thought, is in my head a lot. My inside out thinking, my wisdom, my instinct, my intuition is a different energy. It's in my gut. I feel it in my body. It's quiet, it's still, it's soft. Often drowned out by the outside in brass band in my head. And I'll just focus on that for a moment because that occupies so much of our energy and we often try to manage it. But what if your thinking wasn't personal? Yes, it's personal in the way that your thinking is shaped by your life experiences, your childhood experiences. It's like we wear glasses. And when you wear glasses, most of the time you're not even aware you're wearing them. But if someone said, do you wear glasses? Or are you wearing your glasses? So well, yeah, you know you are. But most of the time you're not actually consciously aware of them on your head. And it's like thought. Thought like this invisible layer. They're not aware it's there most of the time, but it's creating every experience we have. It's not creating our circumstances, it's contributing to them. It's creating our experience of our circumstances. And like glasses, you might have a prescription that's unique to you. So the filter of your thinking is unique to you. And in fact, that it's your life experiences. It's your model of the world. But it's not personal in the way that you don't choose it, you can't control it, it just happens, it's spontaneous. It just happens, you couldn't predict your next five thoughts if you wanted to. It just happens, like the weather just happens, the weather's not personal. Your thinking, your experience is not personal. And you can't control it, just like you, you can't control the weather. And someone, I know you shared this great analogy that if you imagine this beautiful, great crystal river that's beautiful, it's clean, it's full of life, it's a majestic river. Imagine if some idiot decides to build a factory next to that river and that factory pumps its waste and its effluent into the river. And sometimes that's where we, man where we see our state of mind. We imagine this toxic, unhelpful thinking, this fear or anxiety or worry contaminating our experience, our life. And we get frustrated by it, we don't resent it, we wish it wasn't there. And we're trying to clean up our state of mind. How do we stop this effluent coming in? How do I clean the water? How do I let stop this negative or fearful or this contaminated thinking? And all our focus goes on the factory or the effluent. But what if you could recognize that's not you? You're the water, the beautiful crystal water. If you could look further upstream and see the truth of who you are, you're not your negative, fearful, anxious thinking. You're not your outside in thinking. That's not who you are. That's not how, how you came into the world. As a baby, as a, as a toddler that just knows you're okay. Doesn't get caught up in its negative, fearful thinking. It feels it, expresses it. Yeah, it's human to have those things. Life is a, is a contact sport. Stuff happens. But you're still that beautiful crystal river. It's not who you really are. It's not your true self. So there's no point spending all the energy trying to clean it up. It's recognising it's not who we are. It's not worth listening to. 
it's not worth listening to. It's like a drunk homeless person yells you something, yells at something in the street at you. You, you don't take it personally. You don't listen to what they say. What if your thinking's the same? What if it's not useful? What if it's just stuff from the past that may have served you many years ago when you were a kid, even though it wasn't really needed back then? And it's just continuing out of a habit. What if we think we need it but don't need it? I was very proud of my logical, conscious thinking. It tells you, it keeps you safe. Your outside in thinking says, yeah, without me, you're nothing. Without me, I've created all your success up to now. But it's success in career. I say no. The outside in thinking is fueled by fear. Fear of not being successful. Fear of failing. Yeah, and you would have created that success you've had in your life with far greater ease and well-being without that outside in thinking. Without the over-planning, without the striving that's based upon fear. No one performs their best under any amount of pressure. We perform our best with less on our mind, not more. We perform our best in that state of flow, that non-thinking state. When we're connected to our inside-out thinking, our instinct, our intuition, our wisdom, which includes our life experience, includes our knowledge, includes our intellect. What if you don't need to listen to your thinking? You can't stop it. But what if you don't need to give it a second thought? What if you don't need to follow those trains of thought? What if you can't think your way to clarity? Solutions come in and there's space between thoughts. We're not thinking about the problem. And there's a natural flow to thought. It's like a snow globe is shaking in our head, it settles on its own. We get triggered, we get worried about something, we get a busy mind. There's nothing we need to do to return back into flow. It really is a self-correcting system. We just keep interfering with it. It stops it flowing. It's our thinking about our thinking causes the problem, not our thinking. It's our relationship with our thinking causes the problem, not the thinking. What if you're fired from the job of making sure you're okay? What if you're fired from the job of managing your state of mind? How would that feel? How would that feel? What if you could allow whatever to be is to, to be, knowing deep down it's going to pass? You don't have to pay attention to it. What if you didn't need to pay attention to thought? What if you're allowed to relax into life? You're fired from managing your state of mind. Be free. You are free. Let your experience flow. Your innate wisdom will kick in. You're born with it. I never thought I was wise. I remember saying to my mentor that, He's talking about innate wisdom about we're wise. And I didn't believe I was wise. That's why I needed my thinking because I'm not wise. I can't make wise decisions. I need to work things out, think things through and make sure I make the right decision. But it's not true. We are wise. Beyond measure. Your instinct, your intuition knows what's right for you in any situation. 
It's that still soft voice between thoughts. It's there. Whether we know it or not, it's there. You are wise. You are wise. You have innate well-being, whether you think it you do or not. You are fired from trying to manage your state of mind. You may be surprised how you start to connect more deeply to that truth within you, the still soft voice within, that knows you're okay, that brings clarity and perspective to any situation. That's the better guidance mechanism in life. Not your overthinking. Loving you.